growing up the way that I did, wanting to be perfect, my sister and I were overweight. We would be called Bertha Butt. I had those teachers tell me that I wasn't good enough. My medical records is the way that they described me. Depressed, fearful, frightened, angry, helpless, hopeless, depressed, worthless, detached. And now I'm speaking to like 800 of you. And I'm not patting myself on the back, I'm really not. Our experiences, both good and bad, make us who we are. A big one for me is my stay in the mental hospital. I'm not embarrassed, I'm not ashamed, it's my story, and it's what brings me to send you a long distance hug every single week. So welcome friends to the podcast closet to consider yourself hugged, episode 50. Today's hug, the love challenge. I am Dr. Tammy West here every week to bring you tips on living lives that bring you mental and emotional well-being. First thing I have to do today is give a big shout out to my good friend, Angela Howe. Angela was on the show several months ago. I will post a link to her episode. She is a speaker and an author like me, so we do similar things. And we were talking the other day and she said, hey, do you know what you're going to do on your show next week? Um, She sends out a newsletter on the same day that I release my show. And I said, you know, I've got several ideas. I'm starting back interviews again for 2020 soon, but I just don't know. I I just can't get clarity on what I want to talk about next time. And she shared with me this brilliant idea about a Valentine's Day challenge. And so she was fine if I wanted to sort of tag off that and use a similar idea. I am going to put a link in the show notes. So be sure to visit her because she'll have an email where you can respond and and do what I'm also going to ask you to do today. So check out that link in the show notes because I you know after I talked to her I thought sometimes I wonder like where my brain is. Just like last time last week I talked to Emma about hugs and it just occurred to me that duh and Emma even said it. The word hug is in your title and you haven't done an episode on hugs. Similarly It's Valentine's Day next week, and it didn't even occur to me that maybe talking about love was a good thing to do on my show. I don't know. Maybe just like you, I get caught up in daily life and sometimes forget what's coming up. So today, what we're going to do first, I don't know if you know about the weird way that Valentine's Day apparently sort of originated, or at least the history behind it. So I wanted to do a fun quick history lesson. The second thing I wanted to do is share a couple of my favorite Valentine's stories, one romantic and one not romantic, and then finally go to the challenge. So first let's talk about the history. I was kind of shocked, and I'll put a link to this as well, and I I read several different websites, several different stories, and all of them seem to corroborate, although it's murky, like nobody really knows, but as far as what the, the possibilities are and, and what the the theories and the history is, they all seem to agree there are a few different ways. So I'll post the one that I'm reading from today, and I am going to read some, improvise some, is the History Channel. So I'll put the link in there. So let me just read the first part, like who is Valentine? So the the legend, the Catholic Church recognizes at least three different saints named Valentine or Valentinus, all of whom were martyred. One legend contends that Valentine was a priest who served during the third century in Rome. And when Emperor 
Claudius II decided that single men made better soldiers than those with wives and families, he outlawed marriage for young men. Valentine was like, I don't think so. This is me improvising. And so he defied Claudius and continued to perform marriages in secret. When he was discovered, Claudius ordered he be, I'm guessing beheaded, but put to death. So that's one theory. Others say that it was St. Valentine of Terni. He was a bishop and he too was beheaded by Claudius II outside of Rome. Um, my husband and I watch a lot of Roman history. At some point we'll probably visit because we're just fascinated by it. But man, there was a lot of beheadings and killings. So that was the second. And then other stories suggest that Valentine may have been killed for attempting to help Christians escape harsh Roman prisons where they were beaten and tortured. One legend is that this imprisoned Valentine sent the first Valentine greeting to this girl that he loved, maybe his jailer's daughter. And before his death, it's alleged that he wrote a letter and he signed it from your Valentine, which is something that we still use today. So what about, so that's Valentine and I'm skipping a bunch here. Go, go read it. Cause it's very interesting. What about the origins of Valentine's Day? Well, apparently it was based after a pagan festival festival that used to occur in February. This is kind of gross. I apologize to my Christian friends, me, myself included. And so let's see, here's where it starts. Okay. Some believe that Valentine's Day is celebrated in the middle of February to commemorate the anniversary of that St. Valentine's death, maybe around AD 270. But others say that the Christian church may have decided to put St. Valentine's feast in the middle of February in order to Christianize the pagan celebration of Lupercalia. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Um, it was celebrated around February 15th. It was a fertility festival. So read more. To begin the festival, members of the Luperci, an order of Roman priests, would gather at a sacred cave where the infants Romulus and Remus, the founders of Rome, were believed to have been cared for by a she-wolf, or otherwise known as a lupa. The priests would sacrifice a goat for fertility and a dog for purification. I know, animal lovers, I'm sorry, but and me included, but this is not now, this was then. So the priests would, would do this sacrifice, and then they would take strips of the goat's hide. They would cut it into strips, dip it into the blood, go into the streets, and then slap women and crop fields with this goat hide. And you might be thinking as a woman, you would be like, oh my gosh, get away from me. But no, the opposite is true. They welcomed the touch of those strips because apparently, according to legend, it was, it was a sign of fertility. Later in the day, according to legend, all the young women in the city would place their names in a big urn and the city's bachelors would choose a name and they would become paired together and often it would end in marriage. So I guess this was what early the bachelor. I don't know. So this Lupercalia was was outlawed. So it was deemed unchristian at the end of the fifth century when Pope Galatius declared February 14th as St. Valentine's Day. And you can read so much more about it. I don't know if you found it interesting, but I found it both gross and fascinating. So that was first our fun history lesson about Valentine's Day. Second, my favorite stories from Valentine's Day. And listen, 
one, my, my first story, it will be romantic because I do want to honor and, and just give kudos to my wonderful husband about our first married Valentine's Day together. And my second story is not about romance at all. It is about community and family and friends and love and all of that stuff. Because Valentine's Day may have originated about romance, well, and goats and dogs and death and beheading and all of that stuff. But if we can celebrate one time a year, a holiday that is all about love, why would we not do that and make it even bigger? Especially we don't even really know exactly where this originated from. So let's make it bigger. My first story giving again, kudos to my wonderful husband. So we've been married almost 17 years and our first married year, I was still teaching school. So it's Valentine's day. I get home and he says, Hey, I made us reservations to go to Nick and Rudy's, which was a restaurant that was special. He proposed to me there. So we get in the car and he said, let's just be casual. So, I mean, I probably brush my teeth. I don't know, but casual. We drive to Nashville and he's going the wrong way. So I say, you're going the wrong way. That's not Nick and Rudy's. Well, he wasn't taking me to Nick and Rudy's. He took me to this really cool place in Nashville called Union Station. It used to be an actual train station. Not only that, he had gotten us a room and he had gotten into my closet at home and brought some of my favorite or what he thought, I guess, were pretty dresses and shoes because it was a fancy restaurant. Brought them all to the hotel room. So I got ready in the hotel room and we went down to this beautiful dinner. I know it wasn't that so sweet. It was a very memorable, very sweet Valentine's day. Now let me tell you my favorite non-romantic story. I will post a picture or maybe a link. This was a Facebook post that I did on February 14th of 2019. So I'll post either the link or the picture. I'm not sure which one will, will be easiest to do, but it will be there. And I'm going to read this to you and then talk about it for just a minute. I am literally in tears over the special to specialness of my neighbors, my family, my community, and people in general. I took Charlie and Roxy to the vet and locked my keys in the car. I called three locksmiths who couldn't come. So I posted in my neighborhood ladies group asking for suggestions. Within just a few minutes, one of my sweet ladies called and I didn't answer. So she called the vet. Okay. Cause I had checked into the vet. She called the vet to check on me. Her husband was going to come get me. Another lady called me to check on me and was going to come get me. My father-in-law showed up to get me. Then come to find out one of the vet's husbands who just happened to be there. Um, countryside vet is the vet by the way, in Gallatin. He is a mechanic. So he left, went home, got that Jimmy thing that you put down in the window, opened my car, would not allow me to pay him. And so I ended the post with people. We really are in this life together. And it's these things that bond us together. Thank you to all of the sweet people in my life. Isn't that a great story? Within minutes, I had just people surrounding me with love. What started out as a very challenging day ended up as a story that I get to share with you. The final thing today then is the challenge. The challenge is to share some stories of love with me, with the group. What I mean by that is it can be romantic. It can be not romantic. It could be love that you showed 
people. It can be love that people show to you. Now, if it's romantic, okay, y'all understand boundaries, right? Let's just be careful of the type of love we talk about. But share stories that will uplift us, inspire us, motivate us to be better people. That's the kind of thing we need to, to read, to hear, to see. And maybe you're thinking, well, I can't think of a story at all about a time when I really showed love that I would want to share. I hope that you can, but you know what? If you can't, this is why we're doing this today, the week before Valentine's Day. You have the whole week to do something, notice something, think of something, and send me these stories. You can send them to me, um, you know, that I have the blog post uh, where I put the show notes. You can put them there. You can put them on Facebook, on Twitter, send them to me on Instagram, by email, text me, call me, send me a picture, what, whatever it is, you have this whole time to do this. Um, Angela Howell is doing something similar in her email. And I'm thinking, wouldn't that be fun if we had all of these stories of love to share with each other? Um, and one more thing too, I meant to share this with you earlier because her, her idea to do it the week before was like, wow, that's such a great idea. It gives us all this time to talk about love and wonder and inspiring and motivating. And as I was reading about Valentine's Day, I also did not know, other than the history, I did not know that there's actually a Valentine's week and it starts this Friday. I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. Apparently, this goes on from the Friday before uh, Valentine's Day all the way to Valentine's Day. So the 7th, February 7th, is Rose Day. The 8th is Proposed Day. The 9th, my second favorite, is Chocolate Day. The 10th is Teddy Day. The 11th is Promise Day. The 12th, hopefully you'll kind of guess why that would be my favorite day. Based on the name of the podcast, it is Hug Day. The 13th is Kiss Day. And the 14th is Valentine's Day. So you can go to that link and read what all those things are about. Some of them are very specifically romantic and some of them are not. So let's get those stories in. Let's make this a Valentine's Day and week of just like love and inspiration for everybody. And sadly, we're going from yay to sadly. That is our time for today. I always hope that you will pass the show link along to a friend or two. Thank you so much for growing our community and sharing. Uh, please, you know, subscribe and rate and download wherever you are, especially with this one. You know, share with your friends so that they will be able to share their stories of love as well. So whether you're on Stitcher or Spotify or my website or iTunes, wherever it is, share, 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 share those links as well. Um, head over to my website, TammyWest.com, to get information if you would like for me to speak. And of course, that is where you will find the show notes with all of the promised information. Thank you so much for listening, being faithful, and growing our community. I pray that each day you remember to love, to serve, to feel worthy, to grow, to connect, to change, and to be the best person you can be for yourself and for all of the humans in your world. And until next time, consider yourself hugged.